Leave my headphones at the house. You know. Using other headphones is just horrible because your ears get so adjusted to the headphones you have, and then when you put somebody else's headphones on, it's hard to hear. Wait, you don't usually use the headphones here? Not, not in the studio. I have Sony headphones that I bring in from home because my ears are adjusted to them because of the production work I do at home. Oh. And so I, I was in a rush today because I was doing a bunch of things. Wow. To a bunch of people. Never noticed you had different headphones than us. You never noticed oh, yeah. that I plugged no. my headphones. I never in? did either. No. Yeah. Oh wow! Shows how much you guys pay attention to me. <laughs> well, you definitely don't pay attention. Speaking, <laughs> Especially when speaking we're about paying attention, do you see how beautiful Krista looks today? Do you wow. see Very the dress pretty. and she's flowing? And then a nice summer look. Where are you going, Krista? It. Where are you going today? I, I guess I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh! Am I messing it up for you? <laughs> I knew he was going to do that to me. I'm going home now after work. Mm. Now? Yes. Go wherever you were going. I can't now. Oh. Well, what was going to be your excuse? Don and Kiara needed me. Oh. Oh. I'm not that deceitful. You are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Every, no, I'm not. I would never is. lie like that. <laughs> Every <laughs> woman is. Kiara's like, oh, no. No, no. I, would, I wouldn't be that deceitful. You see she's flowing in this little earth dress that she has Why on here? Why do you call it an earth dress? It's like it's a, nice a nice summer dress. dress. Yeah. Normally she's in here in like hobo clothes and that's stuff. And then today she's, she, today she's looking beautiful that today. Is, that's actually not true. I just come in in jeans. But it's getting nice and warm outside. And you'll be seeing summer dresses because I have so many. Might as well wear them, right? Oh, yes. Exactly. You right? don't need a reason to dress up. Sometimes when people are like, where are you going? It's like, I'm just living life. Yeah. I'm not I going anywhere. to look nice. All and right. I'm just getting... Uh, tomorrow is a big day for me. It's my big 80s festival, so oh. I'm excited. I was testing oh, yeah. out makeup, trying to figure out what am I going to do, because I have to look fierce tomorrow. Tomorrow is a big day. Krista's going to try to work it and get backstage, so it oh, is a big day. Oh, you're going to try to get backstage. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to say, Sarah, go get mom backstage. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to do it. Sarah, now, go get mom backstage, please. <laughs> Kiara, Krista's all dressed up. Why are you looking like a hobo today? What do you mean? I'm not a hobo. These are workout clothes. I went to the gym. She went to the gym. You know what people do sometimes mm. when they're trying to take care of themselves? Oh. No, that it, place. It, I mean, just saying, it looked like you was going to put a tent outside. You, no, these are gym clothes. No, what oh, that, uh, that's what they're calling homeless in campus now? It's not. Even oh, homeless people, wear. they don't wear clothes like this. No. They wear bigger clothes. This is spandex. When's the last time you saw a homeless person in spandex? Exactly. Hey, listen I'm here. just asking. Where, where, where that at? Okay. Uh, um... Don, aren't you going to brag about how you offered to help out the community with meeting a, a wonderful police officer that patrols this area? Yeah, it's so met, nice. We met Paul, who was doing some extra, I guess, uh, walk around, speak for the school around here. And shout out to Paul, very nice guy. Very nice. You know, um, you know, we talked about the community, gave him his card. And listen, not every police officer is a bad one. You just do have to be worried about some of them, though. Um, so it was it was very nice to meet Paul. Shout out to him. I'll email him and maybe we'll have him on the show. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that this is his area to patrol and that's a good thing. Yeah, he was he had a personality like a lot of cops that I've met, they don't have that like winning personality. He was very nice. Uh because Don just said, what's going on? Basically, is what he said. The guy's walking around. Don's like, uh, what's going on? Can I help you? And the guy, you know, he's like, oh. And he put his hand out and shaked his, you know, everybody's hand. And he was just 
funny. And uh, we were ta- he was talking about cleaning up the area and stuff like that, even though I think this area looks so much better than many other areas I've gone to. Mm. And when it comes to misplaced people who are living on the streets, you, I, I haven't seen it that bad here as much as I've seen yeah. it in other areas. Mm. So it's, it's it, you know. I mean, it's no, not downtown. Yet. No, yeah. I think what's happening is that LAPD is slowly, as things start to opening back up and the pandemic eases, are going to slowly start in, in, in inching up enforcement of uh, things that they have been allowing to kind of um, uh, permeate. All right. And so you have to get ready to be, you know, be careful because they're probably going to start ticketing within the next three to six months. For small infractions, you know what I'm saying, to let people know that they're back out here and enforcing the law. They've been. Where are they going to go though? That's well, what I'm saying. Is like, what do where you the do with people? them? Yeah, where do you put, where do you put them? It, There's not enough shelters to help them. Well, uh, listen, you like to take people in, so maybe we can dump them all at your house. I've, look, in my area, and I think Kara, you mentioned you saw this maybe somewhere in your area. In my area, if you're a homeowner, they're going to build a back house if you have enough room in your backyard, and they will pay you to house people that might be misplaced, which I think is a genius idea only if you do a background check on the people they're going to yeah, house you on your property. You're with. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's a nice thing. Misplaced? Yes, because there are some people who are misplaced. No. I like that word. No. They're, I like it better than homeless. Yeah, I was, uh, let me tell you something. I went up to Northern California last weekend. Guess how many homeless people I saw on the way up to Northern California? How many? None. Really? You know why? 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 Because there's nothing out there for them to, 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 to take, take advantage of. You're you're basically screwed if you're in in the heartland of this of this state. I mean, there's a ton in San Francisco, though. Right, right. I did see homeless encampments in, in San Francisco, but from L.A. all the way up I five, and this is nothing but rural area into San Francisco, no homeless people. And the reason you don't see any homeless people is because there are no services to take care of them, and they don't go where the services are at. Or so. no food. Like, wouldn't you yeah. want to be around people who could leave stuff out and trash and get the food? Well, you I wouldn't want to be in the middle of nowhere. No, right. So, and, and, and what I'm saying is that the reason that the homeless people are here and they stay here is because um, um, because there are services here. That's why. And be, and if there weren't any services, then there would be no homeless people. So what do you think about that? Like, do you, what do you think we could do to help people that don't have homes? Well, that's a bigger issue. You know, it's... Uh, what would you do if you were uh, in office? What I would do is I'd go out to these homeless people and offer them money to leave. California. So where would you put them? Tell them, I'll give you money to go to Nevada? Because they're gi- already in Nevada. I'll give you money to go back to California. I'll give you half to leave. And I'll give you the other half if you, you know, in three months if you're still gone. So where are they going to go? Family, friends. These people are not just like indigents to where they don't have family and friends. Some might not, though. Mm-hmm. You can't Some, and, that everybody Okay, and, and, and those who have no place to go, and this is it, they don't have any family outside the rest of the country. And maybe even offer some of the family members outside of the, uh, outside of the state of California some money to house these people and help them get on their feet. Those, maybe they don't want to. <laughs> you know, maybe they, the, they kicked him out and said, I don't want to see you Or maybe, again. <laughs> maybe if you got a, a tax break, kind of like you yeah. do with dependents for kids, if you took someone in that was homeless, I yeah. think people might do it. Yeah, and those who don't have any place to go, um, try to find them housing here. You know, they're supposed to be building up a tower. So we got to get rid of the homeless people because I, 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 I best believe there's a lot of states sitting there homeless here. Because we offer yeah. a lot of we offer a lot of services here in in a lot of the large cities. We also have a beach, and I heard that that a lot of the homeless gravitate towards the beach, beach from other states because there's a bunch of 
tourists that come on, over you know, there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, all right. Last stuff we get to today. Um, Young Thug's lawyer is basically saying that he's in draconian um, cells. We're going to get to that. We're also going to get to, could there be a bubble bursting in the economy, which could lead to the housing crisis? We'll talk about that. I will take your phone calls at 800-920-1580, uh, as well as the open mics. Um, if you haven't downloaded the app, download it now. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Charmin. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk 1580. <clears throat> All right, welcome back. Donna Meachie first, everybody. Chris. <coughs> COVID. Oh, there, get my COVID on you. Yeah, COVID numbers have, have been increasing. You heard that, right? I've been hearing that across the board, but I don't know how. I mean, I haven't seen it anywhere. I know a couple of people who tested positive last week. Oh, that's not good. Yep. All right, so here, um, could we be entering a what they call a tech layoff? So what do you think the impact? Um, hold on, I'm sorry. Inflation is a oh, terrible thing. That's not so what, what do you think the impact so we, far? We. Oh. Oh, before we move on, let's go to Frank and uh, Hermosa. What's going on, Frank? Frank. I can't hear anything. Yes. What's going on? Um, I heard a, a quite a uh, billboard of a logical fallacy um, in your guys' argument as to services um, contributing to the homeless, homeless population. Okay, what's the, what's the, um, what's the fallacy there uh, that I put out? You said the fallacy? Yeah, what's the fallacy? You said you had a large billboard fallacy in the fallacy I put yeah, out. Yeah, so it was a logical fallacy in, in the terms of if we didn't offer services to the homeless, there would be no homeless. In the in the sense that having driven through rural, rural areas of California where there is nothing, where there is no sort of... Um, nutrition yeah. where there is no store of grocers yeah. where there is no store of markets yeah anything like that you stated that if we stop giving services to the homeless who gravitate toward these sorts of things there would be no homeless well, that's I, like I, telling me i, I feel that, that i feel that, that they would don't gravitate toward well, movie theater well, I, gravitate toward yeah. I feel that they would find another fi- they would find some place to go is what i'm saying and I, and i'm not dissing the homeless here what I'm saying is that L.A., San Francisco offers a lot of benefits and it enables, uh, to a certain extent, a certain amount of the homeless population to exist out on the streets and become professional campers. And if you take away some of those um, services, some of those people are going to have to go, they're going to find other other places to go. Is, that's all I'm saying. Not that it's going to completely eliminate homelessness because people are just going to be homeless on the street. And but that, but, that's, but that's, that's exactly what you said, though. That, that's that exactly is what you said. What you said. What? You said that those services make those people capable or, or give them the they ability do. to be homeless. They do. To not 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 no, but you, I've seen homeless not, people. I've seen I've seen homeless. I've seen no. Arguing I've that. seen home. I've you seen homeless. literally said those people are homeless because they are given those services. That that's what you said. What I said is that there are homelesses, there are there are services out there in Los Angeles, and it enables people to not get off and out of the streets. Okay, basically, what I'm saying is, you, as a uh, um, 
as a figure, as a, a, a orator yes. of the radio. Okay. You, you, you ought better watch what you say because what you said was they are homeless because those services are available. Well, okay, let me refresh. Let me, let me refine my, my statement here. People become homeless for a, a large amount of reasons, okay? Yes. There's, now now there, we're getting on the right Okay, track. hold on. There's mental illness. There are people who are down on their luck. And then there are people who come here from other states because they know that they can sit there and live off the land and that there are services here. There for, we go. For, 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 the, for the state I'm of California. About. Okay. Somebody that actually gets down to what they're saying, what right. they mean. Feel me? Say what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Don't fucking. Hey, watch your, me, don't, yeah, don't, you can't oh, curse, man. You can't curse. Watch, Frank, watch, 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 your, watch your language. You can't curse if you're live on the radio, okay? So, no, so, no, no, man. No, I, like, obviously, no, no. On, some, on, some, on some real stuff, I understand that. Yeah. That, that flew out of my mouth. No, no, no problem. No, um, no problem. But that being said, that being said, um, I, I felt some type of way. No, no, no. I, and I'm, and I'm, if I didn't clarify it and articulate, that's my fault. My, my bad on that. My, and, and I'll take that. So I'm not saying that homeless, homelessness is caused because there are services here. There's a wide variety. And there's always been homelessness, homelessness here in Los Angeles. And as a resident of L.A. who was born and raised here, I've always seen it. I've never seen it this bad here uh, in L.A. And, and a reason. I mean, it's been this bad for years. It's Shit, it, bro, it, I, 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 yeah, but I've never seen homelessness the way I've seen home. Like I, I grew up bad. in this. I was born here in 1978. Mm -hmm. So from 78 all the way until today, I've, I've been in, for the majority of my life in the state of California. Okay, there's always been homeless people. My mother has taken in homeless people. I was homeless at one point too, with my mother when I was a child. So I understand the difficulties of the homeless population. What, what, what the, the point I, the point I was trying to make was that there are services and people will give the homeless people stuff. They are services that take care of them. They can get money and they basically become professional campers out on the streets of LA. They get used to living on the streets, and they do that because there there are services that enable that lifestyle. Now there are some who are mentally ill. There are some who are drug addicts, you know what I'm saying? And these people really need help. And we need to get these people off the street, get them into a program, and help. So, and then there are people who are just down on their luck would because you, it's so expensive to live in the city that they can't, that whatever job far, they had. Yeah. Would you go as far to um, think that maybe some of these services might be inadequate? Um, I, I think so. I think what happens is that when you have a state bureaucracy and a city bureaucracy that's so big and requires so many people to weigh in that nothing really gets done. So you take that bureaucracy along with the fact that the economy is shifting in different places to where blue-collar jobs are, are out the door, and a good portion of the jobs are, are, are tech, um, software engineering, you know what I'm saying, things that require multiple degrees. Um, and so you have a, a generation of people who are kind of feeling left behind because they used to be able to go to work, do some manual labor, um, be a manager and, and technology is outsourcing their jobs. And so they kind of like either live in the car, they go find a homeless encampment or, 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 or hook right. up with friends. And those people really need help off the street. They really, could it be seen as a, a type of illusion? That there may be all these benefits to um, this person or that person. Well, I think in, in I, I, sense I, that that some of these services are inadequate. Well, no, I, I don't. I, I don't think they're adequate at all. I don't think anybody really wants to live on the street. I, I, I don't think people want to live on the street. 
I think I mean, that Bear Grylls does it all the time, you know. Well, I mean, I, but I think that it becomes comfortable for some people to live on the street because you know what they adjust. Like most, like human behavior, we adjust to to situation. Look at the war in Ukraine. You know, people are adjusting and living with a war going around them in the cities that are being fought over between Russia and and and, and Ukraine. And so this, you know, you look at the same thing here. People are like, hey, listen, I don't have a place to go. I don't have a job. I'm just going to have to sleep sleep in my car. I'm going to go get a tent. I'm going to have to go buy where there are resources are at. You know what I'm saying? And so because there are resources here, people and, – and, and listen, I don't think and, – and I also believe wholeheartedly that other states are shipping homeless people to California at well, the same that time was too. Well, that was an actual news report. Yeah. To, be, to be fair to your point, they talked about that on the news. I'm going to say within the past six months when there was a problem with Venice Beach and one of the reporters said – I don't know if it was a mayor or whoever – that it was a fact – to to I guess to their research or whatever, yeah. people were coming from other states <clears throat> because they, they were a lot of younger people living on the beach because they yeah. thought it was cool. There was no rent. They got that beach. Life. I saw a guy from Louisiana when they interviewed it when he was up in San Francisco. He was like, right. "Yeah, I can come. I can." He said, "Being homeless in Louisiana compared to being homeless in California is a dream." Yeah, I get. I well, come I mean, out I, here. I, the government gives me six hundred bucks. I live on the street. It's it's all good. Well, I think part of the on problem of that, is not just that, where um, they should be home. It's not a matter of whether they should be homeless here or there. It's the fact that they're homeless in the first place, mm-hmm. and homelessness is getting worse. You know, I like statistics. From twenty fifteen to twenty twenty in L A, it grew. Homeless population grew from forty one thousand to sixty three thousand seven hundred. Yeah, I think it's at eighty something now. It's at eighty some thousand now. Right yeah, and that now. was the twenty twenty count. Yeah. So it's it's getting worse. On top worse. of that, to 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 judge homelessness based on rural areas is completely ignorant. Because well, I, I'm you not. Have I'm not judging. Pool of these big cities. I'm and not, everything. I'm not, someone I'm, had said. Yeah. Someone had said that that they didn't witness any any homeless people all throughout rural rural California. That was me. And I said that. They I, didn't. I, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't put any uh any amount any amount of value on the gravitational pull of big cities. It's like gravity. I mean, if, if well, gravity, but, didn't I, exist, I understand that. But why? Be? But why are they gravitating towards the big cities? Because there are resources in the big city compared to the rural parts of, of the state of California. That that's the that's the only part I was making is that these rural parts and these small cities don't have the money or the infrastructure to help any of these homeless people. Not to say that there's not homeless people out there, but they would rather be homeless in a city like Los Angeles, San Francisco, Bakersfield, you know what I'm saying, maybe even Sacramento, than than someplace like Ripon, Merced, uh, Vasilia, you know what I'm saying, where there it's a very small town. And so the point I was making was that as I traveled up the state and you don't you didn't see homeless people in the middle part of the state in these small towns. Well, maybe because somebody kicked them out. That, because that, I'm just telling you, there are some well, areas no, where they're they're not they're not allowing homeless people. If they see you living in your car or you know sleeping like on the streets, they'll say, "Sorry, you've got to go." Well, no, I've seen that. There's a there's no. It's, a, it's, it's not it's not because they kicked them out. I've been to rural California. I've, I've yeah. traveled through these areas, yeah. and it's it's typically farmland. It's typically yeah. irrigated. You know um, things. Like but that, there's towns know, on there. On my way to different campgrounds, on my different, on my way to different yeah. lakes, on my way to deserts. You know, there's small towns here and there, and whatnot. And some of those towns seem to be impoverished, but they may not actually be impoverished. I've never actually lived in any of those towns. Yeah. It might just be a status quo. Well, Frank, let me ask you a question: Are you homeless? Uh, actually, yes. Let, so, well, so let me ask you a question: What would, as a person who's on the street and who's been homeless? Or who is homeless? What would help you out right now? Because I think, and this is another thing. I don't think, 
I think you have the the, the city leaders. They're 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 talking about the homeless program, but they're not talking to the homeless people to figure out what it is. What what do you need? Because I'm not about I'm not the type of person that wants to throw you away and want to you know what I'm saying I want to, I want you to get back on your feet and, and provide for yourself. So what is it? What is it that you need to get off the streets? Um, I mean to get off the streets wholeheartedly. Um, basically, um, obviously the first thing that could be done is, you know, I could be given some place to go that in the first place, um, on top of that, um, I've been searching for employment myself and I've found this lack of understanding and and a lack of, of wanting to convey what, what the, the, the situation that I'm in. Everything. How, how old so, are you? How, I mean, how old are you? Do you? And do you have a you have a college education or do you have a degree at all? Uh, no, I don't have a degree. How old are you? Um, I've been thinking about going back to college. I'm about thirty years old. Thirty years old. Yeah, so you're you're kind of uh, you're, you're in this weird spot to where at some point in your life you used to be able to go find a job and kind of work, do some manual labor, retail, or something like that. And then now, like here, especially here in California, like a lot of the big paying jobs or the jobs that pay decent money are all tech. And do do you have a tech background yeah. at all? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, I'm not foreign to it. I've yeah. worked warehousing jobs my whole life, and uh, yeah. I mean, I'm you know, it, it teaches me how to work the program, and yeah. it's not a problem. And there's so many subtle social capital things that come along with interviews that may not necessarily be a rule, but they still will pay attention and ask you or look at the address at the top of your resume or be like, "Oh, where are you living? Yeah. How far are you from here?" Yeah. Or, if, if, if these tech companies and these big companies here in California were serious about trying to help the homeless population, which would benefit all of Californians, they would create a pipeline that would help people who are living off the street get into these tech companies and, and, and train them up the pipeline so that they that they would be successful workers. Because I, I don't think that you're not right. un, untrainable. It's just that you're, you, nobody wants to give you an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and especially now, because we've had a, a generation that's been sitting on their behinds who went to school and got master's degrees and well, bachelor's degrees. I mean, at degrees. the same time, let's not, let's not make this about me. No, let's, no, no. I, I, but you're, but you're, 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 general you're, homeless population. In but what I'm saying is that your situation is indicative of a lot of people's situation here or a good portion of the homeless population here in, in California. You've got a lot of people who want to work, but they're not qualified for the jobs that are, are available. And there are so many jobs that are available, but they're like high-tech jobs that, you know, you don't have the education. And I think the harmful misconception is that if you're homeless, you don't want to work. No. I think that is what a lot of the right spews, that yeah. they're just lazy, they don't want to work, and I don't believe that's true at all. It's a very, it's a very nuanced issue because there are there are, there are many different layers when it comes to homelessness and so the, the point i was trying to make was that listen you know if i were to help you go find family an idea to help you find family members across the country that might be able to help you to take you in get you stay situated and stable in, in, in another part of the country that is not as right. expensive as california that is something that i think that we should do but if you oh, don't see that's the other thing you, you guys were talking about uh, paying people to go live elsewhere yeah. and whatnot like it, it really struck me in a way like that that's why this really struck me in a way because like i i honestly don't have anybody well i would like, like to that's I, what i was saying but yeah. the idea that i think a lot of people don't have people you know what i mean like they don't have family to just be like oh come stay with me an idea that i have and and i I think we talked about it on this show was maybe to give homeless people these um 
and give them vans and let them let them do van life and give them a stipend to go to go to n- number one create a van that they can live in. Hold on, Frank. Hold on. I want to talk to you some more. We're we're, we're getting up to close on the time. Okay, can you hold on for a second? All right, all right, hold on. We're going to continue this conversation when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't. don't. Let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. Amplifying progressive voices for KBLA Talk 1580. All right, we got Frank. We're talking about homelessness here. Frank and Hermosa Beach. Uh, Frank, thank you for, for, for calling. Thank you for sharing your story with us. No thank problem. you, And thank you for having this conversation. You know, so, you know, we're talking about homelessness and um, I, I want to ask you, you know, what what is it that we could do to really help you out? Because you don't sound like a, I mean, I don't, are you on drugs at all or anything like that? Or are you just down on your luck? Uh, down on my luck, typically. Um, I mean, it's 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 not that I'm, it's not a matter of anything needs to be done to help me out. The, the, the acts, the, the, the benefits are in place. They've been in place, and that's what you were saying, that the benefits are what the benefits are because people gravitate yeah. toward this particular space because it, it's just convenient. Well, you know, it, that, it that, that's the difference between these rural areas and the convenience of the big city. Yeah. But to say that, that there would be no homelessness at all if, if, let's say, the big city were to turn rural all of a sudden. No, no, no. And, and, and listen, ignorant. I, I, was you know? little, I didn't articulate correctly on that on that situation. And it, they're, they're always gonna, no matter where you go, there's always going to be homeless people. It's just the amount of homelessness it depending, it depends on, yeah. on the services. And, well, I mean, and I mean it, it, it's, it's a matter of building up as opposed to building out. I mean, the more so, you build up, the more the more likelihood there is for homelessness. So what do you, the, well, you know, well, downtown LA? How, uh, how, how would you City, how uh, would you Florida. fix the how would you fix the homeless issue? I mean, like what 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 could the city of Los Angeles do to help you out and get you off the street? That's that's that's, that's quite the, uh, that's quite the question for the uninformed. You know, I, I would be needed to give him the data. I would I would need. To Given the data. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about I'm talking about your situation. I'm talking about your situation because you you, you know we talk. We're down on your luck. What would what would you what do you need for you to kind of uplift yourself and get off the streets and and be, be and and be, become productive as far as part of this? I need economy? An, uh, basically for 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 me. I need an unpoli- unapologetic hiring manager just to hire me. Just 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 with a hunch. Just with just with a you know like he. he, he probably knows what he's doing he what field do is it job. do you have like a a field that makes sense we might have someone call in um, and be like I've, I done, need... I've done i've done a lot of warehouse work yeah um i mean i i'm an i've been an athlete my whole life so right. i mean my my capabilities i am completely you know confident in those right being able to lift being able to do this being able to do that you know i played i played ball all the way up until college and whatnot so i mean yeah let me you can't ask you, tell me that I can't do what, this. Um, I can't do that. T- t- tell me how how are you surviving out in Hermosa Beach? I mean, are you are you on the beach? Are you in a tent? Are you like couch surfing? Oh, no, like, I, what, I, what are you doing? I'm basically uh, I'm basically living out of my car. Yeah, your cars. Yeah, yeah. There's there's yeah, and there's, there's uh, a lot like you who just can't can't afford. You know what I'm saying? You be- it's like it's expensive to live in this. Area. You know, but 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 it's difficult to represent yourself as someone as as they want you. Hold on, we, they, we we can barely hear you. Go ahead. It's difficult to represent yourself. As they want you to represent yourself, living the way I'm living. You know, they they, they want you clean shaven. They want you fresh out of a shower in the morning. They want you, you know, um, to show up in slacks and this, this, and that. 
Yeah, you gotta, you, know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play the part to, primed, to get the job. Primed and pressed, yeah. you know. It's, it's it's difficult. It's difficult to show up the way they want you to show up. It, that that's basically what I'm saying. It's, it would take an unapologetic sort of person uh, of their own, you know, a person of their own, a person that stands alone characteristically. Yeah. That, that you know, someone taking willing to take a chance. You know, they say no risk, no reward. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that, that's what it, that's what it would take. Well, Frank, can you email me, man? I, w- I would like to stay in contact with you, and and um and, and and let's see if somebody can hit us up, and maybe I can help you out. Um, or you, what, can you shoot me your information? What about having putting putting back on hold so Andy can get his phone yeah, yeah. number? You know, that way we can call him if we get some yeah. feedback from is, people. Is that, is that okay if we stay in contact with you? Yeah, I mean that's, that's that's cool. Okay, all right. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm gonna put you back on hold. I have Andy get your email address and and your phone number, and we'll, we'll stay in contact with you. And, and hopefully, if somebody hears something, maybe they can offer you at least an interview or or some type of uh, opportunity or whatever. Because like I I understand what it's like to be homeless because I was homeless in the streets yeah. of Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the problem is, is that we are not effectively dealing with the homelessness here in the city of Los Angeles or in LA County in a, in an effective manner. And there's a lot of things going on between mental illness, people down on their luck, drug use, and we need to address that instead of just um, um, coddling um, a good portion of the homeless and, and enabling them out there. We need to really put some right. kind of effort to get these people well, out they're, 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 and work. What, what you're saying, what you're saying, is there needs to be a sense of responsibility within those people oh. to understand that the, the economy only runs if the economy runs. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the economy is horrible right now. I mean, it's horrible for people like you say you've done a lot of warehouse work. You know what I'm saying? It's it's horrible right. for people who, who who do things like that because even that warehouse job, man. You know, if you do find it, it might not. Even be it might not even pay you enough to to find some housing somewhere, yeah. and then people you know? will be like, right. "Oh, just go to college, so you can be hundreds of thousands of dollars, dollars in debt. debt." Yeah. All right, Frank. Right. Frank, I'm gonna put you on hold. Give give your phone, give your email address and your phone number to Andy. I'll I'll, send, I'll shoot you a message later on, and let's stay in contact. And if and if somebody hits me up, uh, I definitely want to help you out because uh, I don't want to I don't want to make it look like I'm hating on homeless people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, because no, no it, problem, man. It, it, Honestly, it, this is this is uh, this little uh, back and forth with the whole email and phone number thing. This was the last thing that I imagined would happen. No. But at the same time, this might turn out to be a blessing in disguise. Hey, listen, I, I, have, I have... I would be yeah. very grateful if you uh, would yeah. reach out or even just, you know, just whimsically, you know, buy it, and, you know. Well, we, you know, we, 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 we know a lot. We deal with a lot of uh, politicians up here, you know what I'm saying? And we deal with a lot of people who kind of make the city move. I just... You know, it, it's a big problem that is not very simple to fix. And um, you know, if we can right. help, if we can help you out, that, that that's definitely something we would want to do. Okay, so hang on the line. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have Andy get your information, and then uh, and, and good luck, man. And, and let's stay in contact. Okay. No doubt. All right, thanks, Frank. I appreciate it, Frank from uh, Hermosa Beaches, homeless. And I, and I hate that, man. Like when I was, when me and my mother were, I was uh, golly. Let's see. I'm, I'm gonna say I was like eight, nine. All right, we were homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, my we, we my mother worked, and it, it's almost kind of like on repeat to, to a certain extent. My mother cleaned clean houses here in Los Angeles. And, you know, for a while, you could probably make do with a bunch of small little jobs. But then, you know, there were times where the jobs kind of dried up, and we couldn't afford rent, and we lived in a car. Yeah. You know, and that was a hard time. You know, I got placed in foster care, so I understand what it's like to be homeless and down on your luck in this city. I just feel that there cannot be this much homelessness because um, 
just because there's like I feel like there are a lot of resources and a lot of people gravitate to these big cities because they can get a check, they can get some resources, and they can, and and, and we almost enable the lifestyle of living on the streets instead of helping them get back to a place of dignity and their and being able to provide for themselves. Well, I mean, from what I've seen, especially meeting a lot of white people who are like, Oh, I do nonprofit work. And I'm not saying that that's bad. Yeah. I think it's great to care about the community, but so much of it is like, Oh, I'm going to just drop some stuff off yeah. and keep it moving. And I, and, and I think that's important, right? Like people need resources, yeah. but to your point, I don't see a lot of people who are actually thinking strategically, how do we help change someone's circumstance? Yeah. yeah. Not just exactly. like make the circumstance a little better for no. today. Like how do we change the circumstance? No, there's too many companies in this state with too much money and resources that they, that they need that if we were, if the state were to join with them and create a pipe, Pipeline that would would it would like an apprenticeship that would start them at a ground level and and teach them how to work in these tech companies mm-hmm. from the ground up, kind of an on the job training. We might be able to put a dent in some of this homelessness prob- uh, problem, as well as the people who are underemployed who are just barely hanging on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, there's too many companies mm-hmm. out here who could who, who could use this manpower, um, and and these and, and these people who are on the streets are not stupid. You know, they're just down on their luck. The economy has changed, and the work that they used to be that used to be plentiful is no longer plentiful before them anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, you know, pe- companies like Amazon, companies like Facebook, companies like uh, you know Instagram or, or you know Uber, Lyft. I, there's got to be something that a segment of this homeless population might be able to do for these companies and be be a lot better than just living on the street. Mm-hmm. I mean, Frank said he worked in, in, in warehouses. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you can train Frank, who, who sounds like a very intelligent individual, um, who's just in a different segment of the economy as far as his skills are, that is not that are not in demand here in the state of California. You know, and he says he has no place to go. So, you know, let's hook up with some of these businesses and, and create opportunities that give them a pipeline to a, to a job. And let's Train them how to code or train them how to work in, in, in the tech industry. I would tell. I would have made a suggestion to go to Amazon. There, I know that their uh, warehouses were hiring without even literally just yeah. you know doing a background check or anything. They just needed people. But I don't know if that's enough money to live on. That's you know, a thing. you know. I, the, I think the warehouse it might be. You know, I don't what I'm know. saying. You know, it's 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 difficult. You know what I'm saying. But then you got like you got a guy who's living in a car. Yeah. So he's going to be fresh and and polished for the interview. Or is he, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can we get him just up to the baseline of like uh, normalcy instead of living in the car before he goes and interviews with a job? Instead of like, if you're living in your car, like you're living in your car, where are you going to take a shower at? Are your clothes clean? Are they wrinkled? Do you look like you're just kind of like a bum off the street? You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we need to be able to like take someone like Frank and help him out and, and position him so that somebody like Amazon can hire him in the warehouse and also i think there's a stigma or an idea of what we think homelessness looks like so you can't ever assume and i've met many people who were just in conversation i'm like oh and they're like yeah i was homeless last year i was living in a car yeah but they'd show up and didn't want to tell people because they were embarrassed like not everybody that's homeless is like mentally ill or not on drugs or 
Well, I worked with somebody who made it very clear that he couldn't afford rent anymore, and he was homeless for about a year. And he still worked at the radio station I worked at. He took showers at the gym, so he was able to maintain a gym membership. And that's how he took his showers, and he ate every meal out. But he saved every check until he was able to get an apartment. Look, I saw there are stories or videos of people moving into their office cubicles to live, to save money, which is interesting. Like, I saw one guy, he made himself at home and he was like nobody knows i'm here you know yeah. what i'm saying he just works and he just sleeps underneath his desk and then you know he put he set up his whole little home thing and then like like this is where we're going this is horrible this is horrible yeah. all right um could there be a bubble popping in the tech industry we'll get to that when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 say the quiet part out loud, out loud. kbla talk 1580 Slash local today. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Uh, could we be on the cusp of a bubble bursting in technology? This is a report from Bloomberg that talks about tech weakness and its weighing on the markets. And um, I don't think if this is true, this could be the catalyst that creates a recession which leads into a housing crisis. This is not going to be like 2008 or even 2001. This is going to be something different. You're going to have a bunch of high-earning individuals out of work and no job to be found, which is going to lead to defaults. So this is uh, coming from uh, Bloomberg Technologies. They were talking about tech weakness and uh, its weighing on the market. So what do you think the impact more broadly of inflation has been so far on tech? Well, when we went and looked back at the 70s during the stagflation period, the best performing sector was actually consumer products, and the worst performing was information technology. You know, and I think that's a testament to how mission critical a lot of the you know software and computers were back then for businesses. It's much more mission critical today, and so we expect actually tech to perform a lot better, where it's gonna where it's gonna show up in the form of pain or equity prices declining or those. Um, software programs that businesses use as on an ancillary basis for things that are just not core to the business. So we do affect and uh, we do expect inflation to affect technology pretty dramatically. And in growth stocks, we've already seen it as they're down 60 to 70 percent pretty much across the board. And we're seeing it in the private markets as well. So by dramatically, what do you expect the impacts of that will be? You know, massive down rounds, inability to fundraise, more layoffs? Yeah, okay. So you hit on all the key factors. Uh, we saw this before in the dot-com bust. There's a very strong anchoring bias in the private markets for the last 12 years, and even through the great financial crisis, growth stocks really um, never went down. And so it's going to take time um, for prices to adjust. We're seeing the early cracks, um, some of which come in the form of less competition. We're also seeing converts. And what converts do is maintain an equity price but allow a company to extend its runway. What follows converts is always down rounds. Um, the other thing that's coming, and we saw this today with Carvana or layoffs, you know, we think in technology the layoffs are actually going to be shocking. They're going to be shocking, Emily. And we've seen Meta and Facebook freeze hiring, the same with Uber. And it's it, this will be in the millions of people in the next 12 to 24 months. This is just the beginning. So you're comparing it to the dot-com bust. I mean, just how close a comparison is there? I mean, do you think this could take 12 years to play out? So unclear how long it will take. Our current view is that over the next 12 months, it's going to be very rocky. 
back half of next year, things should firm up in the tech sector. The dot-com bust, you know, if that was unique to that time period, our time period, um, more liquidity, company business models are a little bit stronger. There's a better understanding of, you know, how to get the cash flow and profitability um, at the management team level, at the board level, and those discussions are happening right now. So I suspect that the downturn will be a little bit more violent, but the recovery will be faster. And in the next kind of 12 to 24 months, you're gonna see some really interesting opportunities, but we've got to flush through these down rounds and companies with six to 12 months of capital left are really gonna to struggle to raise, raise money in this environment. So who makes it out of the gauntlet? Who doesn't? So those with fortified balance sheets, those companies that got ahead of fortifying the balance sheet by you know, trimming staff when necessary, it's always unfortunate to do layoffs, but it's, it's part of what needs to happen during a downturn. Um, and where you're gonna see the most pain is on the, uh, the larger businesses, unicorns. The smaller companies that can adapt um, and extend runway three or more years should be okay. Those that have less than two years are, are going to struggle. Um, you know, more broadly, what's gonna work, commerce, commerce infrastructure, anything to do with e-commerce, fintech, although we're seeing competition increase and it's been a bloodbath both in the private and the public markets, and then transportation, okay. logistics, and security. So what do you think the impact... So, you know, so they're talking about a, a million-plus layoffs over the next year, maybe 200000 wow. a month, you know, or may, maybe less than that. I mean, you take that... Where are they going to go? That's what I was just wow. thinking. What are, where are they going to go? What are they going to do? Some are going to shift and maybe become entrepreneurs and go find funding and start their own company. Some are just going to sh- shift uh, to another tech company, and some are just going to be out of work. But let's say, but these are here's the problem here. These are all high. These tech companies are paying, you know, six-figure salaries. Yeah, yeah. So these are all high-salaried uh, individuals who probably have homes and mortgages. And imagine a million people defaulting on their mortgages or defaulting on their payments on their credit cards or defaulting on because, you know, they're burning through their savings trying to stay afloat yeah. in, a, in an economy that's already kind of um, – uh, slowing down a- as it is and not really speeding back up, that can create economic shocks to the system, which can trigger recession and then also a housing crisis because yeah. they bought into these houses at these high prices. You're not making the big salary anymore. You don't have a job and you're not going to be able to pay the note. That may create an economic shock in, in the housing market, To you know, depending on how fast the tech, tech site uh, recovers. You know what's fascinating to me that... I don't know that the economy has been in a good place for a while. A lot of people struggled after 2020. I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people who lost their jobs, a lot of people who are behind on rent. But most of the people I know who were really struggling were not super well-to-do high-income earners. I think now that the high-income earners are about to struggle all of a sudden it's going to be like, we've got to do something. No, yeah. they, Quick. they can't do anything because there's too much money in the system. It's a bad timing. The Fed has printed, so the Federal Reserve, which is not a government entity, but is in charge of our monetary policy, has created so much extra money that's in the system, which is going after too few goods, which is causing inflation to go up. They're trying to remove that, that capital out of the system because inflation is making it hard for everybody to, to, to live at this point. Gas prices are going up, food prices going up housing prices are going up so there's gonna there's not gonna be any well, more we've help. seen though we've seen the feds bail out bank 
tanks and we've seen them bail out airlines. I wonder because our 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 country is just so tech dependent if it'll come to like a tech bailout. Well, no. And the and the reason why it won't come to a tech bailout is because a lot of these tech companies have been floating they they're, they're not profitable. They're not profitable. They're not making. It's just an idea. Like Uber and Lyft aren't profitable. They've just been subsidized because they have a lot of money and it's a great idea and people believe in the company. But they're not making any money. Matter of fact, you know, they're trying to take those companies and make them profitable. But that's why the prices are gone up so much. You know what I'm saying? And then you have all these idea companies that we can do this. We can do that. We can, you know, uh, in crypto. We were talking about crypto, how. Um, the crypto markets are crashing, right? There was a a, a, a coin uh, called, um, it wasn't Tether, it was called Terra, which was supposed to be pegged to the U.S. dollar. And it was not pegged because it was backed by anything. It was pegged because of an algorithm. Somebody believed in this company and said, listen, I can create a coin that's going to stay dollar to dollar for the for, for you know for crypto money um, just off of an algorithm. That didn't work, and now that... People are losing money off of that. And so people are going to pull out of that. And so you have a lot of ideas in the tech space that seem great and that and that these angel investors will pump money into because the payoff may be ridiculous. It may turn you from a, a millionaire into a billionaire See, overnight. I don't even know if it'll be that logical. I think it'll be politicians like uh, Jeff Bezos gave me $5 million for my campaign. I owe him one. Or if I want him to contribute again. Like, I think, I don't know. And maybe I'm just being pessimistic. I think people are going to make very selfish decisions here. And I could totally see politicians wanting to bail them out, if not just to help themselves. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't think they can do it because they put too much money into the system as it is already. And they have to pull the money out. So the Federal Reserve printed money. So And listen... They'll just raise the debt ceiling again. Well, well there's that. <laughs> so, 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 the, so the United States government doesn't directly control its monetary policy all right the, the federal reserve does that and then you've got the treasury secretary they print up the, the united states government prints up bonds sells the bonds on the open market and that's how it gets money to fund its government operations all right the federal reserve which is a private entity which controls the money of this country will print money and 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 go and 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 go to the banks and say listen we'll buy government bonds so the so the banks will go to the government buy the bonds and then sell them to the federal reserve and that's how they get money into the that's how they get extra money into the system the federal reserve is trying to reduce its balance sheet get rid of the bonds stocks and all the other stuff that they bought trying to prop up the economy because it's it's they're running into inflation right now so to try to save the tech industry you would do harm to the overall economy because we've we've been trying to band-aid this for years but do we really already. think that all government officials are invested in what happens to the overall economy because i think yes. a lot of people make decisions based upon them their families their own pocketbooks and the people who invest in them not necessarily what's good for i mean yeah ideally everyone's doing what's best for the country well here's the thing you don't need tech to keep this country moving that's the thing you know what i'm saying so we we don't need necessarily tech to come do our jobs no we don't you know what i'm saying so and then on top of that you're bailing out an industry of six-figure earners well yeah. yeah you don't see republicans being like let's bail them out no not jeff bezos because they don't like yeah. not not bezos and not zuckerberg but i could totally see if 
just depending on who's donating to whose campaign and wanting and to here's bail the thing. out. Yeah, this I is agree a, with that. predominantly a California thing. A lot of these companies here in California, so they don't, you know, a lot of these other conservative publics, they don't care. Let's go to Jim in LA. Uh, he has some information on the West Side of the What's going on, Jim? I remember a, a while back you guys were discussing the uh, uh, the renovating of the West Side Pavilion, yeah. the old mall over on Pico. Yeah, I heard it was either going to be a Google campus or an Amazon campus. I'm not right, sure. right. And what they were doing was they were renovating it into a uh, tech uh, campus yeah. for Google. Yeah. So the other day I was over there uh, uh, at a computer shop. And uh, I was t- telling the guy right there on the corner. Yeah, right across Westwood the street Boulevard, where they do it. They, the the, they, they fix the cell phones and stuff. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Right, right. Uh, and I said, oh, this is going to be a boom for you. Uh, you know, this tech industry is going to, uh, you know, up your. Uh, he says, nope. I said, what do you mean? He says, uh, they've stopped even working on the building. Wow. See, because, you know, uh, the tech people are working from home, so they don't even need all that space nope. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, and and Google didn't buy the building; they it was, it's um, developers own it. Oh, so, oh, so they so can right they can, now, they might be able to walk away from the lease. Hold. They got a skeleton crew of uh, of construction people. They're not even trying. You know, look at this uh, apartment, big apartment building in Inglewood, uh, across from your old station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I you saw know, that. They've been working on that. They've been working on that thing for two years. Um, I've always said, you know, when the money's on the table, they can throw up a 30-story high-rise when all the money's there in in no time flat. So when you notice and you look at construction sites just uh, uh, languishing and and it looks like there's nothing happening, there's obviously a, a money flow problem going on. But with the tech industry... You know, they were talking about making, uh, what, uh, L.A., um, like San Francisco. They were going to move the tech industry down here. Yeah. And now that all these people are working from home, all those plans are up in the air yeah, and, and on hold. And, and, uh, and the places I, listen, that are being constructed for it, uh, good luck. And I'm, and I'm hoping that uh, they they don't come down here because it'll ease some of the costs of living for regular Angelinos out here because they've been driving the costs up, starting with uh, those living in Venice. Um, that cost has gone through the roof. Venice used to be the hood back in the day. Now it's you know it's hippie town over there with all those tech companies and Snapchat. You know, especially Playa del Rey uh, in uh, Marina del Rey area. There's tech companies coming in over there. Um, yeah. You know, so so it's a very it's 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 one of the reasons why things have gotten so expensive. Hey Jim, we got to run because I'm getting a bug. against time. Okay. Thanks for taking. Right I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very sad. And there also um, there's a landmark theater over there. Are you guys familiar with the landmark theater? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it closing down? Yeah, they're closing it down at the end, end of, of the May. Month I saw. A- yeah. End of May because they couldn't re- they couldn't renew their lease. Isn't that oh, so wow. sad. That's so sad. V- very sad because uh, I frequent a lot of restaurants in that area. I mean, I grew up on that area. So sad. All right, more of this conversation when we come. For uh, save your money. That's all yeah. I can say. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580.